Pros in the know start with Lowe's, because at Lowe's, pros can get the latest power tools from trusted brands. Right now, you can buy the new Bosch Core 18-volt two-tool combo kit for $229 and get one of three select cordless bear tools free, worth up to $199. Plus, you can save time by ordering online and picking up in-store. Stop by the Pro Desk or visit Lowe'sforpros.com for details. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 130-2019 while supplies last, U.S. only. Blog Talk Radio. Tonight's episode of Confession Session. Allegedly, Jocelyn Hernandez lied about Tory Lane smashing that thing to Miss Nethering. Who has your vote Tuesday, November 6th? And Tiny and Tip Daughter regrets having eye surgery. What's good, y'all? This is your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, John Othello. And you're listening to the one and the only Confession Session. Hey, I love when you do your two gen and your voice crack a little bit. That just lets me know that the passion is real. Yeah. Right. Oh, you know it. Oh, you know it. <laughs> What's going on, two gen? What's going on? This with you? week has been um, a lot. I am so tired. Like, um, of course, you know, all work and school, and then I went out on Halloween. I was big. I was big worm following. Yes, I saw and, the photos. Uh, Extra cute. Oh, thanks. And then um, it was also like Central and um, well, UNC Central, University of North Carolina Central University. Or is that no? No, it's not. It's, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm fucking up. I'm not from here. It's North Carolina Central University. Um, and then it was University of North Carolina Chapel Hill. And also North Carolina A and T, they all had their homecomings this weekend, and we participated in some of the festivities. Um, I would rather stay my black ass in the house, but I'm I'm glad I was out and about and got to mingle with the young people. But yeah, I am all partied out. Uh, I went to church this morning, and that has been oh, like a God. long time. So, yeah, I've not been to church in several months, like, it's just so bad, I feel like such a heathen, um, but it was really good, like, you know, um, it was a, a new church, um, and this isn't, like, my, uh, quote-unquote, home church that I normally go to, um, but it was, it's kind of like a, it's a larger atmosphere, it's a younger crowd, you know, and at first, there was some people saying, I'm kind of disagreeing, and then, like, as we were leaving out, it was, like, the last part of the sermon, I was like, hey, I got to hear this. So we stayed because we, we actually we have brunch, too. So uh, we had to leave, like, a little early for the brunch reservation. Um, but, yeah, no, he was just saying, like, um, that you can't judge someone. And I agree with that. He was saying, like, you can judge someone by their actions, but it's not your place to judge someone's motive. And I realized a lot in life that I, I think too deep about situations. Like, if something bothers me, you know, I'll be like, well, they did that because blah, blah, blah. Instead of, 
you know, me too. Be upset, yeah, me too. Be upset because of what actually happened, but you don't need to be thinking too deep on why the person did whatever. Because at the end of the day, you're not God. You know, um, you shouldn't be judging in the first place. But um, no, it was it was a really good sermon. He tied it all up. At first, I was just like, "What is this man talking about?" And then, you know, <laughs> towards the end, I got I got everything. Because you know, like with my home church, my pastor. He's just so awesome, and I feel like no matter whenever I go, it's just like he's always speaking directly to me. And I feel like it takes it takes a great pastor to be able to do something like that. But um, yeah, then we went to brunch. We went to this place, um, and it started off on the wrong foot. It, it really did, and um, I hated, but I, you know, I had to flex like my muscles a little bit. I was just like. You know, this is who I am. This is what I do. And the service here it has just been unacceptable. I'm not one of those, those people that usually complain, you know, at all because I understand. But it was just really like we were five minutes late for our reservation, you know, and they were ready to cancel the reservation. It was real life like, okay, well, you only got 10 minutes to order. Like the host was being like just totally out of line. You know, and I have to realize that I no, I need not realize that I need to make a PSA to anybody that is hosting currently. You don't run shit, okay? Like you are there to seat people. You are the first person that the guest is meeting when they arrive. You bring people to their table. You get diet restrictions. You get their last name. You find out why they're here. You express that to the staff. But you ultimately have no say so, and, and it sucks because. You also are, you know, the 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 beginning of the of the atmosphere. I, I don't know how to say it, but you're like the the beginning of the experience. So it's just like automatically, you know, how the hostess was handling us being five minutes late for the reservation, saying that you know the kitchen's only closed for ten more minutes, only open for ten more minutes. And I'm just like, okay, we always some time. Like, you sit us down, we're gonna order. Like, we're not the kind of people. That right. Exactly. Thinking. You know, and dilly dally, child. We hungry as fuck. Like we ready to order. Like as soon as we sit down, and I was just like, "Well," and then she kept going. I was like, "Well, you, we got nine minutes now, so why don't you sit us and you know we'll go ahead and order." Then we got there <laughs> was like, <laughs> it's, it's like a bottomless samosa thing, which is like I want to say this is like the first spot where I'm at. That's like brunch and bottomless samosa is very popular, like in you know, major metropolitan areas like D.C. and New York City um, on the East Coast. I'm, I'm going to say, like, Atlanta, too, um, but it's it's not really it's, – it's because the way that the triangle is growing and a lot of people aren't from here and they're from the East Coast and these major cities, they're trying to bring some of that atmosphere out. So I think it's like the, the first spot where they're actually doing that, having the brunch. The bottle's most of the brunch, and it's, like, more so like a hip environment type shit. But um, – but, yeah, so we ordered the bottomless samosas, and the server, the first thing she sent was, oh, we stopped serving um, bottomless samosas at 2.30. I'm like, well, it's 2 o'clock now, so, wow. you know what I'm saying? And then it was just like she she put our food in, because I was over by then. I was like, well, we ready to order, you know, you know, and put our food in, did not check back. It was like one um, one young lady that she kept going by to refill them up. She was just super sweet, super nice, you know. And I really felt bad because she was, like, the nicest one, and she was, like, the only person I kept got in contact with here. And I was just like, everyone here is rude as fuck. 
And I was just like, you know what? I don't even know why I'm saying that to you. Like, that's not easy. That has nothing to do with you. I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know, yeah. and um, she came back and, um, like, because what happened was they were just like, oh, and this was like by 210. They were like, oh, well, we ran out of mimosas. And I was just like, well, oh, the young lady told me he was so much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was just a bunch of, and so finally, um, the bar manager came over. He was like, I apologize, my name is so-and-so. And I had to tell him, like, who I am. And I was like, I understand I'm in the industry. You know, I was just like, when I first got here, um, I didn't I didn't like the vibe that I was given. I was like, and honestly, every interaction I had besides the young lady coming around to put on mimosas and talking to us, it has been a bad interaction. And I'm not the type to complain at all. I don't want you to think I'm doing that. Like, I just want you to know what your staff is doing. You know, and you know, and it was, it was a black man too. And I was, I was telling him what I was telling him. I know mm, that my okay. because this is a place full of black people, and he knew he knew where I was coming from. You know, what I'm saying he was like, "Oh yeah, I, I get you, I get you." And he was like, "I'm so upset. This is going on. I really do apologize." They ended up complimenting like the whole bill, which is like I didn't want them to do that at all. I just wanted them to know yes, like what yes. a young lady. Yeah, I just wanted to know, like, what the young lady was doing. And they recovered, like, the, the, the general manager came over and spoke. He said, like, I really apologize. You know, I'm thank you so much for the feedback, you know, um, we really because it's like a new place, wanted it to work. And I was just like, no, I understand that. He was like, he was telling me, he was like, actually, I just had to let go of, like, uh, one of my staff members recently for the same deal. And um, I was like, I totally get it. Like, I understand you're tired. People are tired, you know, um, or whatever have you, but you can't bring that on the floor. Like, your, your staff has to know they can't bring that on the floor. At the end of the day, if a reservation, if you close at 2 and a reservation is at 145 and the motherfuckers walk in at 2, they should still be able to get set. Because if you don't want people to be in a restaurant right. after that time, you end your reservations an hour before the restaurant closes. So they do have time. So by if the motherfucker walked in at 2, or, two o'clock, I mean at um, walked in at one fifteen. you're like, oh, uh-uh, it's too late for your reservation. You know what I'm saying? But he understood. They were just, you know, the, the management staff was really apologetic about it. Um, and then, I, you know, I still tip the girl, the server, you know, because I have black guilt. I'm also in the industry. So I tipped her 20% on it. And then she came back around being nice. I'm like, oh, yeah, bitch, I knew I knew that's what it was. You you didn't want to deal with me, and then you thought I wasn't going to tip you. I know, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. But the little girl that came was coming around, <laughs> I gave her $30. I gave her $30. So I was Damn, just like, yeah. I would. Because yeah. I'm like, she, she actually is doing more than you, and she should be the server. She was the server. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. You know, other than that, my weekend has been just, a lot and you know, also good. How was your weekend? <laughs> um, my weekend was nice. It's almost over. A bitch will be twenty eight tomorrow, y'all. So that's exciting. Um, one thing that I did not tell you guys is that I had to check a bitch at my job a couple, well, about a week and a half ago. You know, it got to the point where I was just sick and tired. I was just sick and tired of people treating me wrong for no reason. And I, I, I checked the bitch and the most, you know, humbled, uh, professional way possible, but it was just enough. So pretty much, you know, I'm at work and that day I just was not, you know what I'm saying? I, it, it wasn't even a bad day for me. It was just like, what is going on? Um, 
So I come in, I'm talking to one of the chicks there, and the other chick, the oldest one, she's just like all upset that me and old girls having a conversation, and I'm like, what is her problem? So she like takes her in another room, and they have this conversation for like a whole hour, and then from there, they come out acting weird, then the older chick is like, I think we should order, you know, I'm just going to give an example, uh, Chinese food. Let's order Chinese food. So they order Chinese food. And I'm thinking, like, what the fuck is this bitch's problem? Like, are you serious? Are you seriously doing the same shit that you've been doing since the very beginning? And so she's the type of individual who you can kind of, um, you can you can predict. So I predicted that she would do the same shit that she always do when she's been a bitch which is ask me the same question two or three minutes before I leave. And so I recorded the conversation, y'all, okay? And if this is a conversation you guys want to hear, then you guys can, you know, hit us up on our Instagram or, you know, our, our web or our email, you know, confession to us at gmail.com, and you guys will be able to listen to it. However, um, she came up to me and she was just like, are you feeling okay today? You know, you, you and, and I was just like, over it, you know what I'm saying? I was just like, I'm I'm perfectly fine, but you're acting very funny today. Both of you guys are acting funny. And she's just like, why am I acting funny? I was like, but it's okay because this is the exact same treatment that I've been getting ever since it uh, ever since I've started working here, so I understand. I was just like, um, and, and if you're going to do this, that's fine, but just be consistent. I was like, it's just funny to me because yesterday when she wasn't here, you were all nice and everything to me. But today since she's here, you're acting uh, rude, you're being mean, you're doing this, you're doing that. And I just started listening shit out. And I'm telling you, by the time I was done with that conversation, I was so proud of myself. Now, you know how you think that you really checked the bitch? And you're like, yes, girl, go ahead, you check that bitch. And then you listen to your, um, you listen to something or you see yourself back on TV, like reality shows, and you be thinking like, damn, I didn't check her as hard as I thought I checked her ass. But, you know, that's probably why I still got my job. <laughs> so I realized, okay. You thought you thought you cut her out, then you listen back, you like, uh-huh, I just want to say yeah. <laughs> exactly right, right. But 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 I was like, you know, I just don't understand why you're you talking about. Oh yeah, I can be a bitch this and this and the other. But today, like you know, that's how I was talking to her. But I thought I was going in like, yeah, bitch, woo woo woo, and I wasn't. But that's probably the reason why I have my job still because I didn't really go off on that bitch. Okay, so ever since then, she's like, you know, where I feel like maybe. I don't really know respecting me a little bit more. Maybe that's how I say it, but whatever the case is. Bitch, understand that angel ain't no hoe, and I'm going to just speak my mind. Like, that's ridiculous, you know? And then it's like karma is such a bitch. Like, ever since, like, she's been treating me this way, people have been telling her bosses on her. She's been messing things up. She's been getting in trouble. So it's just like, damn, like, karma's really crazy. I'm sitting up there. I'm saying bless you. They're not saying thank you. I sneeze. They don't say bless you. Like, just that type of shit right there. It's just like, really? You know what I'm saying? When I mentioned, even when I mentioned I graduated, everybody's saying congratulations. But them, it's like, okay, because you're really not happy for me. You know, so it's just like sometimes, and I was at the point where it's like, okay, you know what? I'm not even going to say bless you no more to, to them because they never say thank you anyway. You know, and I just feel like just common courtesy. You know, if you guys have ever watched, like, the Purge episodes, you will see, like, there's a guy on there who fucking got a girl who's about to get ready and kill her ass because when he opened the door, she didn't say thank you. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. Like, I'm going to purge a bitch. 
Like, you know, I bless you, ho. Bless you. You know what I'm saying? So, and I talked to my mentor about it, and she was just like, girl, don't be a bad person all because, you know, don't don't mess up your blessings because they not saying, you know, thank you. Just continue to say bless you. And, they, and I did it for, like, almost a whole month. I was just like, bless you, bless you, bless you. No, thank you. The other person was like, bless you. Oh, thank you. You know, it got to the point now I'm just going to be a bad person. So when they sneeze, they're just going to say anything. I'm just like, you know what, whatever. And I'm just going to be consistent in that instant. But anyways, y'all. If a bitch don't say thank you when you bless them, they don't like you. It's the whole yeah. point of view. And also, just say, Sorry. I always want to say bless you once. Somebody keep going, achoo, achoo, achoo. You know, it's just like, okay, fuck them. Because <laughs> like, you sound kind of ridiculous. <laughs> like, bless you, bless you, bless you. And it's not yeah. even achoo. It's like, <laughs> like, what is that bird over there? Like, what is this little ant? Like, what is this noise? That's it. Anyway, y'all. But anyways, um, before we get into these topics, because we got a whole lot to talk about, don't forget to check us out on Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and of course, podcast and blog talk. Send us those confessions at confessions of number two us at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe, and let us know what topics you want to hear, and tag us in the drama. Also, guys, if you want to check out any of our older episodes, you can always look us up on anchor slash confession session. Dot com. Jenna, would you like to go ahead and hit them with that confession question after the sparkle? Confession question. Confession question. Who are you voting for? And let's talk voting. Again, who are you voting for? Let's talk voting. And let's get into those confessionals. It's Angel Vandrina. All right, y'all. Okay, guys. So we're talking... Tory Lanez. Now, according to Bossett, bust it down or not, Tory Lanez pettily denies pounding Jocelyn, Puerto Rican princess, uh, pom-poms to smithereens. Now, Tory Lanez stopped by Hot 97 yesterday to discuss his new album and upcoming project, but when he was asked about his rumored relationship with Jocelyn Hernandez, um, he wanted to clear things up once and for all. When he was asked if he was smashing Jocelyn Hernandez, he swiftly denied the claims and explained the situation. Jean, did you watch this clip on B-Lab TV, and did you hear what he said? If not, I can go ahead and tell you all what was going on. But if you did, let's just discuss this. No, I, I did. I, I did. Um, I actually watched it. I want to say I watched the entire interview on The Breakfast Club. Um, I enjoyed Tori Okay. Um, but. I don't know. Did you want to say exactly what was going on interview? I mean, as far as, like, when he addressed that, or do you so, want me to talk about that? Sure, sure, yeah. sure. So, Tory Lanez, pretty much, Tory Lanez, he pretty much was saying that somebody, and then he said, well, I shouldn't say somebody, Jocelyn, she uh, invited me to a party. Um, when I got to the party, um, you know, I was drunk. I took some photos. I took my tongue out. You know, people from there started um, coming to their own conclusion, like, oh, yeah, you know, they messing around, woo, woo, woo. And he feels as if Jocelyn, she, um, she ran with that. She ran with that information. Like, yeah, you know, we fucking, he smashed this up to the rings. But he's saying in all, in all truthness, quote, unquote, you know, that that never happened. Him and Jocelyn is not dating. He didn't fuck her. But um, from me looking at the interview, it just seems like I don't really think I believe him. I feel like maybe they did have sex, you know, maybe once, probably even twice. 
and he's just like, uh, why did she go out in the public? Maybe he got a woman. Maybe he don't want somebody uh, personally to know about it, but he's denying that. And um, But there also could be a situation where it really just didn't happen, and Jocelyn, she could have ran with that information. I don't know. Nobody's going to know except those two. We know that Jocelyn, she's – you know, she, she has lied in the past, her and CDJ, their marriage, um, other situations. So we don't really know what happened, but he's saying, no, it never happened. I was drunk. Um, she ran with this information. So that's what it is. Jen, who do you believe and why? Um, I I agree. I, I do think that they may have smashed before. Um Mm-hmm. Because I can't see why he wouldn't, especially if she's still being that ex. Right. Um, <laughs> but I don't think it was like something serious, and you know right. she may have went with it, you know, because Toy Lanez is a is a you know a big deal, and it would be a good look for her to mm-hmm. be you know dating somebody like that. So you know those pictures probably fueled the rumors, and like you said, she probably she probably just went along with it because he did just make it seem like she just came took the pictures, and they was just chilling. That was yeah. it, you know. But he said, because um, you are talking about the Breakfast Club interview, right? Or no? I'm talking about the, the interview from, it was, uh, I seen it on Bossip, and I also seen an interview on Live TV, which I feel like it's all, and this, the interview, uh, this interview personally was from Hot 97. So, oh, I mean, overall, okay. I'm sure he, Cause they, no, cause they sure asked, he told everybody the same thing, though. Yeah. They asked about a breakfast club, but I was just thinking, like, I don't remember him saying all that when you were saying. So I was like, it must be a different interview. But he was just saying, mm-hmm. like, you know, she's cool, like she's a good girl, but she's not for him. Yeah. You know, just kind of putting her on ice a little bit, curving her a little bit. But I do think something happened, and they were cool, mm-hmm. you know. But that was it, though. Yeah, some people just don't want the information all out like that. Like, okay, we had sexy fucks. Like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't a big deal. So why are you sitting up there telling the whole entire damn world that I stuck my dick yeah. in you? Like, I understand that it, you think that, you know what I'm saying, it was I smashed you the smithereens, but, girl, I was drunk. I ain't even put in my best work, baby. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Yeah. <laughs> and like you said, like, he's just, you know, and I respect that. Like, he, he he's just, like, he's not the type to even – were until that, even if he was smashing somebody. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I feel like stuff like that you should keep private because, I mean, you don't want that. Even mm-hmm. as man, you don't want to be linked to all those different people. Like, that's not a to look right. at the end of the day. You know, I feel like when you get to a relationship and you have to explain if you're running the people, you talk about it, then yeah. But as far as the world knowing how your bedroom moves, that's a little extra to me. But, yeah. I agree. I agree, you guys, and we're going to go ahead and move on to that very next topic. All right, y'all. And this is according to theshaderoom.com. 50 Cent has been killing it on the screen and also behind the scenes. Recently, he has been sharing some behind-the-scenes photos from the upcoming season of Power as he sits in the director's chair. In one of his recent posts, he revealed that his spinoff of his show would be a prequel. In a photo posted to the social media, uh, 50 is pictured sitting on an old-school police car, and the poster's caption, my power spinoff is so crazy. Wait till you see this shit. TGE influenced the golden era. Uh, Southside, we outside, 1988. Continue, if you thought Kanan was crazy, wait till you meet the guys he came up under. 
For those familiar with Power, viewers had to say goodbye to 50 character Kanan during Season 5. As the Shane previously reported, 50 Cent signed a multi-series deal with stars worth an estimated $150 million. He will continue to develop new scripted, new scripted and unscripted series for the network though his, uh, through his uh, G-Unit film and television, Inc. 50 and G-Unit already have two projects in active development, Black Mafia Family and Vanguard. What do you think about that? Do you even watch Power, Miss Angel? So, so Jean Othello, um, unfortunately, I do not watch Power. I have never watched an episode of Power. But I've heard so many positive things about it. The reason why I haven't watched Power is just because I haven't got into it. It's just not a show that I've, like, I literally just click on shows, and it's just like, oh, my God, what is this that's this happening that's going on? And then I watch it from there. Um, and right now, the most kind of episode shows that I'm into is just really cooking shows. I like cooking and baking and I'm trying to learn how to be a better cooker and baker and I like those cakes that Chris bakes so yes let me bake okay but anyways <laughs> um, as far as power goes I think that's interesting that it's going to be a prequel instead of a sequel um, it will be something definitely that I'm interested in seeing but I feel like when I go and I watch the show I'm going to have to go to all the prior episodes and see what happened in order to catch up. And I feel like I'm already so far behind that there's really no point of me catching up. There will be, um, you know, uh, shortages and parts of me seeing from other episodes. And I'm going to still be like, what the hell is going on? So it just kind of sucks in that way that I won't understand what's going on unless I literally download, buy the season, or watch the entire season of what's going on. And I'm not really sure if I'm ready for that challenge. So, um, And it will be a challenge. Sitting down, watching TV, binge-watching, that is a lot of work where you have uh, two crying babies and a six-year-old. That requires so much attention. So, yeah. But how do you feel about the prequel? Are you excited about it, Sean? Do you think our listeners are excited about um, this happening and it's coming forth, or what do you feel? Um, I'm very excited. I I love Power. Um, I me and uh, Chris Lee watched the first two seasons um, a few years back, but we, it just kind of fell by the wayside, and we just didn't follow up on it. And like you said, because they are now like on season six, um, we were both like just oh pushing God. away, trying to find other shit to watch because it's just so many episodes to watch, but one day, you know, um, I sat down and I was just like, let me try to remember what, what episode of season two we were watching. And um, I want to say, like, I watched that episode. Um, we like, rewatched the episode and just caught all the way up to it. And, and like, now I'm caught up. And I'm so glad I did. It's such a good show. It's, um, it's, it's a lot. Like, it's, it's so, the characters are so complex. They all, none of them are truly good people. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like. <laughs> Sometimes they have good intentions. Sometimes they're a little selfish. It's just life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just just watch the show. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's just really dope. And, you know, just seeing, you know, Amar Hardwick's, you know, growth as an actor and the Tori Norton, who I love. Um, she plays the character Tasha, like mm-hmm. his wife. You know, and, and even 50 Cent, you know, before he died, I felt like uh, the fifth season, because he was such a bad person. And, you know, me and my partner, we were talking about because they were doing a spinoff of the show, and we didn't know they were doing a spinoff. And we were just like, who the fuck did they follow? Like, I don't know if I care that much about, you know, this person or this person. I was like, you know, 
and uh, he was saying he was to a radio show, and they were saying Tyreek, and I was like, I don't think Tyreek can act that well. He can hold a show on his own, but knowing that it's a prequel, showing like how they came up, you know what I'm saying, I think that would be a really dope look, like a really good look, because I would love to see that, like, you know, how these motherfuckers go from, you know, being these corner boys to, you know what I'm saying, like these big deals, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. one of the games, you know. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I'm super excited for the show and everything that they're going. Yeah. I wonder how it's going to end, though, too. You know, part of me, because I want to say, like, next season, six season is like the final season or the season after that, one of them. Um and part of me, I do want it to end realistically, like, you know what I'm saying, they're going to prison forever or somebody dying at the same time. You want to keep that hope alive because it isn't real, and it's just like, they should just all get away free and just, you know, I don't know. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Well, Jen, the only thing we can do watch, is though. sit and watch. I'm just saying. I'm just listening, and you talking about some getting away for free, getting away free, and I'm thinking, okay, are we doing criminal activities? Like because you're talking about getting away free, like so well, it yeah, does I mean, have me I excited. Know, I don't know if you understood if you understood the concept of power, but Ghost is a like major drug dealer. Like he's like the like the key distributor, you know. And uh, at one point, he even had like was running his own like cartel. Um, so yeah, oh. definitely are heavily involved in drugs. So. Makes sense. Definitely. Power. <laughs> Makes sense. Power. He has all the power. All right, you guys. Well, with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and move on to the next topic of the evening. Okay, guys. So according to BED.com. It's no secret that T.I. and Tiny Harris' daughter. Now, is her name Zonique Jean? Zonique. Zonique. Okay. Like Z-A, but it's spelled Z-O. Got it. Okay. So Zonique, she followed in her mother's footsteps to surgically have her eye color changed from dark brown to grayish slash blue. But according to the 22-year-old, it wasn't the best in the long term. Recently appearing on the gram dressed in a red dress, many caught um, her pretty much in that dress, and her eyes were back again dark brown. One fan commented asking, is the eye color change worth it, before adding, thinking of going to Kenya and getting it. I have done my research, but if you can help, you know, in some of your experience pretty much, that would be great. Um, Zanique responded, clarifying that she did not go to um, Kenya, but she went to Tunisia, um, Tunisia um, and she admitted that she would not recommend the eye change in surgery. She said, I've never liked to recommend anyone to do it. Um, and she confessed to the fan that I can say that that experience wasn't the best in the long term, but everyone is different. During a recent episode of T.I. and Tiny Family and Friends Hustle, Zanique opened up to her grandmother, and uh, she pretty much said that she's considering having her iris implant surgery reversed. The doctor also warned her before the surgery that she could go blind. This is why many people back in September um, saw her. Well, this is just this may explain why many people in September saw her um, in one dark eye, one dark brown eye, and then one blue eye. Um, 
so overall, we just sincerely thank her for letting us know um, about what's, what happened in her surgery and being brave enough to open up and express that and then um, pray that the young reality TV star experienced no further complications with her eyesight. Jeanne, what is your thoughts on this? Because I actually do have a lot of thoughts on this. And um, my own personal insight regarding this information. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think that's just terrible. Like, I feel so sorry for her. Um, like I say, I, I'm the kind of people I don't like, you know, contacts and, you know, and, you know, like if it's not natural, it's just like, why do you want to mess with that? And especially with it being so dangerous, you know, like to me, that's very scary, you know, and it also looks painful. Like I don't, I, I can't see material being inside of your eye and like she said in the long run being something that isn't going to conflict because to me I'm thinking about like how you have contacts in your eyes and after a while you know what I'm saying you start to feel them bitches like the older they get so I'm like <laughs> how long before you have to cut open your eye again and have something replanted like it's in this last like 10 years and then every time it's just like you're risking the fact that you may go blind like I just I, I, I don't I just, I, I wish she would not have done anything like that, but I mean, it's her choice, it's her body, you know, but that is, knowing those kind of complications and you still went through with something like that, it's just like, damn, like, what does that say about about what you were going through to feel like you still wanted to to do that? Um, I remember, like, back in the day hearing about it because of, it was like this guy, and, like, they were, like, praising him because he was, like, this dark complexion, but he has these, he has these bright blue eyes, you know, and for like a while, like he passed them as being like natural, and then he finally admitted that he had the surgery, and um, he was having complications, and he had to go and get them reversed, and was saying like he wished he would have never done it and everything, so I just I just don't see anything, unless they, they have like the extreme, what is the word, like advances in technology, and it's just like proven, like, you know, with this it's not going to ultimately affect your your sight. Yeah, I don't think someone should go through with that. And besides the fact, uh, it's just like really like love the the eyes that you were born with. Like, what is so wrong with having brown eyes? Like, really, like does it really make that much of a difference? You know. But yeah, what do you think, Miss Angel Vandrina? Okay, <clears throat> so. Everybody who has ever seen any of my Instagram photos, um, I actually have my own personal page now, and I still post things, a lot of things, on our um, on our confession session page, confession to us. And pretty much every photo you see, you see that I have, um, like, my contacts in. I need them to see. And they are grayish blue eyes. I actually, within the last month, considered having this eye change in surgery, which you don't know about. Um, and my husband, he went off on me. He was like, why the fuck would you do some dumb shit like that? You can go blind. And I thought originally by having the surgery that this was something that would not make you go blind but would fix your eyes without obviously doing any research, but will fix your eyes while getting a different eye color. I had no idea that the surgery just flips your iris, you know, and it just changes your eye color. There's, I have bad eyes, so I'm not going to have a surgery to change my eye color. 
and ultimately, you know, still have fucked up eyes. That's stupid, you know. So um, that was a consideration of mine. Overall, it really sucks that she went through this um, surgery, this ordeal, and she was unable to, and her eyes just started messing up. Um, I, after hearing this other thing that you said, Jen, too, it is pretty sad. But, like, any surgery out there, like, I'm, if you all don't know, I've had breast implants. I've had so many different surgeries before. Um, it's ridiculous. You know, I had C-sections. Like, it's just crazy. Um, I had liposuction a long time ago, um, like, right um, before I had my first son or whatever. So, like, I've had different surgeries. And with those surgeries, you know that there are complications that come with every last single surgery that you can have. Their surgeries, you know, even my breast implants, like, I was on tubes and everything, not in my mouth, but, like, out my breasts and stuff like that, you know. And there are complications. You can die from any surgery you have. So I'm sure she figured, hey, my mom is fine. I'll be fine, too. You know what I'm saying? And I figured, hell, Tiny got it. Her daughter got it. Like, oh, okay, it's time to get my eye color changed. I love the color the, the color of my contacts on my eyes. It will help me. I won't have to do the uh, put the contacts in every day. I can just wake up. My eyes is the color that I want them to be. I just want to change a little bit, woo, woo, woo. But after seeing her story, as brave as she was to express that and tell the whole world, you know, it's just like, damn, that's really messed up. Um, so ultimately what I'm trying to say to you all is that I'm excited that she did tell her story, but also even more excited that that's, that I did not go forward with. Um, because if anybody know me, Y'all know that I'm a risk taker. I don't give a damn. I will take a risk. If I feel like it's going to benefit me personally, fuck the rest of everybody else. If I want it, I'm going to go and get it. So, And typically, I get it without doing my research. Um, And so I'm glad that I also have a husband like I do have because he was like, did you research this shit? What the fuck is you talking about? Woo, woo, woo. And I'm like, woo, woo, woo. He's like, woo, woo, woo. And I'm like, oh, okay, woo, woo, woo. You know, and so um, I'm glad that <laughs> I'm glad that you know that's something that I decided. Okay, bitch, like let's let's buy a house before you start doing dumb shit. And um, the dumb shit is get my eye color changed, and that's not something I'm gonna move forward with. I'll get LASIK, you know, before I do anything like that. But it's interesting to know that they have to reverse that. Now I wonder also is Tiny going through these things on the low, but because she likes her eye color so much, she's not mentioning that. You know, so that's interesting to me, too, to know. Because I wonder, like, it was her eyesight fine. What if you have LASIK and then go ahead and do this eye surgery? Would that affect your LASIK? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so many questions that I have that I want to know the answers to just because I'm curious about, but not because I want to do the surgery because I'm not trying to mess with my eyes or go blind or anything like mm-hmm. that. But anyways, I have so many questions and I want so many answers. So if anybody has went through this and they have those answers for me, holla at. Angel Vondrina, okay? All right. So with that being said, you guys, we're going to go ahead and go into, yes, the young confession question of the day. Sean, would you like to go ahead and hit them with that young confession question of the day while I talk about what's going on? Yes. Um, Who are you voting for? Confession question? Confession question, who are you voting for? <laughs> and did you want to get them started, Mr. Angel Vondrino? Okay, guys. So, you know, I, I'm here in Young, Wisconsin, and um, it's interesting because 
I, I read up on the people that I'm voting for, and, and I have reasons why. I can't tell you. I'm not going to tell you all the reasons. We don't have enough time for that, but you all can always see um, who and why. Now, me personally, I feel like because I am a Democrat, you know, you don't always have to vote for Democrats in certain instances. Um, so, first of all, I'm voting for Tony Evers. Um, he is, he seems like a good person. I have read his, um, what pretty much what he plans to do for Wisconsin. I've read his biography. I've seen the type of things. I'm not voting for Scott Walker. He has been stagnant and asshole. Um, he just seems like he doesn't care. He spent millions of dollars building some bullshit downtown that is absolutely unnecessary. Um, and he's really for himself. So I feel like personally it's time to get somebody new in office um, and somebody who I'm looking for to change the system, not only for um, like white bread America or Americans, but for everybody, you know, ultimately. One of his statements was, as governor, I promise to focus on solving problems, not picking fights. Every single person has value. And if we are going to change the direction of our state, we must do it together. It's time we return Wisconsin to a place where we treat each other with respect and dignity. We stop putting Wisconsin, uh, pretty much people in Wisconsin against each other. And we actually talk and listen to each other, not insult and demean our opponents. Um, overall, he seemed like he's worth a chance. It's definitely time for a change. And, um, you know, he's also talking about uh, legalizing marijuana um, as far as, you know, uh, uh, medical marijuana goes. Um, I read his plan. It's really good. I am – and he's also a cancer survivor, so he's been through this struggle. Um, he did not spend much money on his campaigns and, and trying to shit on Scott Walker. However, Scott Walker spent so much money on campaigns trying to, you know, talk about Tony Evers and this and that. Like, shut the fuck up. Um, so, as for governor, Tony Evers is the individual who has my vote. Now, um, Brad Schimmel, he is a Republican. Um, he's been in office for four years. And from what he's doing right now, he's been good, I feel like. Um, he is the attorney general, and I am going to give him my vote. And the reason why is because Josh Call, who is a Democrat, I looked into his statements and looked into his readings and uh, the things that he's done. And the first thing that I see is that Josh served as a, um, he served as a federal prosecutor in Baltimore, Baltimore, excuse me, one of America's most violent cities there, Josh prosecuted murderers, gang members, and drugs. Like, it just seemed real, like, OC kind of to me, how it was written. Um, he wants to make the community secure. And it was just a lot. And I'm looking like, okay, and I look up on his background. He's never had really an experience. And don't get me wrong, we want to get people experience who haven't had experience. But just reading his biography and everything, I'm just looking like he seems like a racist. And, you know, this individual already, unfortunately, he is a Republican. But all because somebody's a Republican, that doesn't mean that they're not for you. You know, and that's why I want to get through people's head. Like Tony Evers, he is a Democrat. Brad Schimmel, he's a Republican. You just have to make sure you choose and vote. You need to look and see 
what you're doing and who is there for you personally and what they have done. And then go based off that, you know what I'm saying? Fuck what they represent as far as the party that they represent. But what have they done? And is it positive or negative? Look how everything is written. Is that something that you were right? Is that something that your children were right? Is that something that is interesting? You know what I'm saying? You just have to really depict and narrate what they're saying and go from that. Now, when I read uh, Brad Schimmel's stuff, I was very um, excited about that. And, you know, just looking through his things, he was talking about um, how he is really trying to take back or or, um, he made, he raised the campaign, or excuse me, he had a campaign that raised over 330 pounds of prescription drugs. He's trying to fight prescription painkiller abuse, um, things like that. And, you know, really a whole lot of white people, they, they, they're, you know, abusing painkillers. But there are some black people, too. And I feel like that this is very important. This is important to our community. And these are the type of things that do need to um, be, be checked, as well as he's very um, – adamant about making sure that he's fighting human uh, human trafficking, ensuring that the streets are safe. And so things like that, like there are a lot of kids out here. They are, we've heard a lot about it, you know, being taken, being, uh, you know, trafficked for this and that and the other. So I feel like that's really, really good that he's focusing on these things, and you know, and we have him focusing on these things. We have um, Tony Evers focusing on the, the education of our children. He's been in the education system for many years. He's been married to the same woman for many years, so I love that. Um, U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin, for me, um, we all know she's a Democrat. She's been in office forever. She's done an excellent job. Love her. She is Caucasian. Um, representative for Congress District 4, Gwen Moore. That's me. Um, she's also a Democrat. Um, she's African-American. I love her. She's been awesome. Um, state treasurer. Now, I was looking. I did read up on all these people. Andrew Zulik or Zilik, he seems weird. He seems like he was just trying to steal money. So I'm just like, eh, I don't like him. Um, Sarah Godlewinski, um, she's a Democrat. I read up on her. She really didn't talk much in her biography. Um, I really wasn't feeling her. Um, Travis Hartwick, he's a Republican. Um, everybody is white in this uh, in this little area where you need to vote to, and I was really feeling him. Um, he looked pretty young, but just his education, his experience, where he came from, how he worked, um, where he where he came as far as schooling and what he did and all of that stuff, it reminded me of myself. And it was just like I wish sometimes that people they would give me a chance to blossom and prosper. So he has my vote and as state treasurer, and um, he actually don't live far from me. So I thought that was interesting. Um, and last but not least is uh, the vote for state senate. Senator District 7, um, we have Jason Red Arnold, Republican, Chris Larson, Democrat. Chris Larson has been in office for, I think, two terms now. This will be his third term. They get four years each term. Um, and Chris Larson, I mean, obviously he's been doing a good job. He's voting against Trump and his stupidity. Um, Jason Ray Arnold is interesting. Like I said, he's a Republican, but he's a weirdo. Like, you know, he meant, he admitted to being, uh, uh, an alcoholic for many years. He's been sober as he's writing this article. He wrote his own biography. 
he um he seems like a person that you want to give a chance to, but he also just seems like he's just like I don't know, like a person who don't follow through with things. That's what I want mm-hmm. to say. And you know, just reading his biography, he says things like, "Oh, you know, I try, I, I went to school for this, but I didn't finish. I dropped out, or I did this, but I didn't finish." And I, you know, what I'm saying it's just like, "Damn, do you ever finish anything?" Like you would say you want to do this and then don't finish it because you're busy working on another project, and that's not the type of person that we need as our state senator. So I'm going to go ahead with Democrat Chris Larson and keep it moving. So those are my votes and those are my reasons. And um, in the Wisconsin Cudahy area, you all can look at the state ballot and see what's going on, and then you guys can also make your vote from there. Jen, what about you? I know I've talked a lot. <laughs> you did. So I'm, I'm going to find really quick. Um, I, um, with me, as far as, like, my research goes, I do go to, like, Ballotpedia and stuff, but a lot of times um, I know there are certain groups who kind of have, like, the same um, uh, like the same thoughts and have the same concerns with people that are running for office as I do. So that's why I always look at, you know, Indy Week, who is, like, a really good, like, Democrat uh, website. And then also mm-hmm. uh, the Committee on the Affairs of Black People uh, in North Carolina. So um, mm-hmm. I just have a list. So for Congress, we have uh, David Price, uh, Anita Earls for uh, Supreme Court in North Carolina. Um, Anita Baker, what? I said Anita Earls. Uh, John Earl for North Carolina Court of Appeals. <laughs> Tobias Hampton, also for North Carolina Court of Appeals. Allegra Collins for Appeals. Robert Reeves for North Carolina House. Uh, Floyd McKissick for North Carolina Senate. Mike Wooder for North Carolina Senate. Marianne Black for North Carolina House. Um, G.K. Butterfield um, for U.S. Congress, um, mm-hmm. Marsha Moore for North Carolina House, uh, Zach Hawkins for North Carolina House, Jim Hardin uh, for Superior Court Seat 1, uh, Mike Alfuluda, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, for Superior Court Seat 2, Don Baxton for Superior Court Seat 3, Dave Paul for District Court Seat 1, Doretta Walker for District Court Seat 2, Brian Wilkes for District Court Seat 4, uh, Clayton Jones for District mm. Court Seat 5, Amanda Morris for District Court Seat 6, uh, Clarence Burkhead, who shouldn't even have to fucking run because he was already elected um, in the primary, but there's also two write-ins because they're fucking haters because it's a black man who is now the um, the Durham County Sheriff, uh, Natalie Murdoch, mm-hmm. and also David Harris for Soil and Water District, and then um, also to vote no to all of the amendments, which I was reading over, and they are ridiculous. Like, they, they are saying that um, they want to allow amendments to possibly raise the tax to 7% for state tax when it's only 5%. I'm just like, wow. and then how they worded it. Yeah, it's like how they worded it. It was just like you would think that our state tax was higher. You know, and and also need like a photo ID to vote. Just bullshit, you know. So, yes, Joe. But that's it. Well, that sounds crazy. And yes, just make sure you guys go out there and make sure you guys go ahead and vote. It's so important that you guys uh, use your voices to say what you want to say. We need everyone out there, and we need everyone to vote. Seriously, so make sure you come out there, you vote, and you do what you have to do, and everything will be all right overall. All right, Jean, how about we go ahead and go into our young 
confession question, uh, or look at me, our our young <laughs> confessionals of the day. <laughs> Do you have anything that you're confessing your love to this evening, Jenna Fellow? So I don't. I mean, besides my baby love, you know, Chris, that's it. Yeah. I feel like I profess my love for him like every week. <laughs> but uh, no, I, don't, I don't have anything this week. I don't have anything this week to confess. What about you? Um, overall, guys, I just want to confess my love to God for allowing me to live through another year. Um, thank you so much. Uh, like I said, I'll be 28 tomorrow. It's very interesting. I'm getting very old. Um, but overall, guys, I'm just super excited, blessed, happy. I have a husband. I have three kids. I work at a okay job, you know what I'm saying, trying to do something else. But, you know, um, everything in life is, I feel like, moving down the right path. And I'm just so blessed, and I'm so thankful and so happy. So, Except when the kids keep me up at two o'clock in the morning on a work day, that's that's not happy for me. Anyways, guys, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to our episode this evening. You all know you can hear and expect to hear from us next Sunday, November 11th at the same time, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. And we want to hear from you, so don't forget to check us out on YouTube, LinkedIn, everything, everywhere. And don't forget to check us out also on uh, our old episodes, anchor.com slash confession session. Yes, y'all. This show is Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, Jen Othello, and you're listening to the one and the only Confession Session. Good night, mate. Good night, monkey. Wow. Pros in the know start with Lowe's because at Lowe's, pros can get the latest power tools from trusted brands. Right now, you can buy the new Bosch Core 18-volt two-tool combo kit for $229 and get one of three select cordless bear tools free worth up to $199. Plus, you can save time by ordering online and picking up in-store. Stop by the Pro Desk or visit Lowe'sforpros.com for details. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 130-2019 while supplies last, U.S. only. Pros in the know start with Lowe's because at Lowe's, pros can get the latest power tools from trusted brands. Right now, you can buy the new Bosch Core 18-volt two-tool combo kit for $229 and get one of three select cordless bear tools free worth up to $199. Plus, you can save time by ordering online and picking up in-store. Stop by the Pro Desk or visit Lowe'sforpros.com for details. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 130 2019 while supplies last, U.S. only.